Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. I'll pre-record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Well, good Monday afternoon. Welcome to a new week of the Eagle Hour on Super Talk Mississippi. We're glad you're with us this afternoon. Opening segment of the show, sponsored as it is every day by Dickie's Barbecue Pit, a great place to take your family for a great meal and the best place to cater your next event, whether it be large or small. Dickie's has a catering plan to fit every business church or home activity we hope that you'll give them a chance to uh, show you what they can do dickie's barbecue pit broadcasting from the southern bank course studios in laurel and hattiesburg today the full crew's here luke is over in laurel kelly and i here in hattiesburg and uh, we're glad you're with us heath hinton from big gold nation joins us each and every monday and um, first before i go to heath i'll throw this to you luke this is a this is a special week for former college football players like yourself, this is the week that football officially begins. Yeah, guys, uh, and Heath may, may correct me if I'm wrong, I think our guys show up on uh, on Thursday and then first practice on Friday. Soccer already reported, and so we're the first day of August and college football and college sports right around the corner. Back in the day, we would move into the old Van Hall um, and, and have some great experiences there. But, yeah, I mean, it's upon us. Golden Eagles will play in just over a month. Do they not do that now? Do they they all live off campus to football players? I don't even know. I got kind of confused uh, about ten years ago, and and uh, whereas we could live off campus, but then they would bring us all back for for two or three weeks in Van Hall during two days. But the guys, I think when when Fedora came in, they shifted to like off campus housing for everybody and. And Heath may be able to, to bring more clarification than me on that. Well, actually, I think when Donnie Tindall was here, they they were living at the Beau Rivage, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong sport. Oh, okay. Wrong, okay. Wrong, okay. Wrong. We're, we're talking football. Okay. Sports. Gotcha. All right, Heath and Big Gold Nation joins us, uh, as he does each and every Monday. Heath, uh, camp kicks off this week. I mean, what what do you think to be started this way? What are the realistic expectations this year fans should have? I, realistic expectations at Ooh, that's tough. Look, I think uh, year two, Coach Hall, uh, he got some more pieces in place. I think, you know, for people who are thinking that Southern Miss is probably going to go in and win the Sun Belt, let's temper that back a little bit. Uh, I think they're going to be better, but this is a better football conference. So even if Southern Miss is better, doesn't mean they're going to win more games. I don't think you I, – I, I feel you're not going to see the blowouts this year. I do think – that if you're a Southern Miss fan, six games and a and a bowl sh- should be can it be a great year. Uh, but you know, I think 
temperance a little bit on the outcomes. I think, as Coach Hall said many times, year three is what he's looking at. Yeah. Well, of course, injuries were such a huge factor last year. And, uh, I mean, do you, you have to kind of go into the season almost wincing every time a quarterback gets contacted, Heath. You do, you do, and, and look, you already lost a linebacker in Hayes Maple, so that's kind of, that that hurts a little bit on the defense side of the ball, but you're right, but you look at somebody like a Tykes who's added, you know, 15, uh, 16 pounds, maybe that'll help with uh, taking hits and running the football, but it is a contact sport, and after last season, Southern Miss fans are just, they're so scared about a guy getting hurt because of all the injuries last year, it was a revolving door of injuries. And it was unlike anything I've seen uh, covering sports. I've never seen a team with that many injuries. Kelly, there's just not a lot you can do to prevent that. I mean, there's some things, but you can't ultimately prevent it. And that's what part of the strength and, and agility, you know, coaches, uh, Coach Ann Carr and his his group uh, will be responsible for, for making sure that they're in as best shape as possible. But it is. It is a contact sport. But it But the injury situation in any sport is always the biggest piece of the puzzle, and it always seems to get swept under the rug. I mean, part of the reason the Southern Miss baseball season was so great and obviously we had great players but by and large they were not they were not banged up last year as a whole like the football team was and when you have to go eight deep just to put a quarterback out there uh for sure injuries man and football it's a contact sport so look out all right heath uh, i'll get your take on this and then we'll go to luke I i think really the most painful thing to watch last year with all due respect was was at times the offensive line play just didn't seem to be very agile. It just seemed that people were running around the, the offensive linemen. How much improved do you anticipate that being? I think you're going to see the offensive line be better. Uh, bringing Coach Greg in, yeah, was a big deal as offense coordinator, offensive line coach. I, I think it's going to be better. They went to the transfer portal, got some talent from SEC schools to come in. You would feel that just being in year two with Coach Hall and, and Coach Gray coming in, they're going to be better. They couldn't, let's be honest, it couldn't get much worse. So, I mean, it's got to get better, am I right? There's not much, I don't know how much worse it could get at times last season. So I think it only can look up at this point. All right, look, it all starts there, does it not? You have to, you have to get better there first. It does, and I think – um, and Heath would echo this. A couple of guys we're not talking about right now, maybe like a Calvin McMillan, we will be talking about week two or week three. And sometimes the the guys who are better really aren't ready to play by week one. And then you start seeing them being rotated in there, and you look up, you know, week three, week four, and and uh, and they're starting. Heath, I want to talk about a couple skill guys. Just talk about the obvious. I thought the biggest slight in the all conference preseason was that Jason Brownlee was nowhere to be found. Yeah, what what a talent he is. He's the number one guy. He's the guy that I feel is going to play on Sunday. But you look at what he did last season, toward, especially towards the end of the year when they ran the Superback. If it wasn't for Jason Brownlee, they couldn't have run the Superback. His ability to go up and get the ball and outrun corners and on those deep uh, those deep throws and the things he's able to do, if it wasn't for him, that Superback wouldn't have worked. So I thought you saw him come hit such saw his talent last year. This season, you get a guy that's going to be quarterback that's got, you know, time to prepare that's actually been here spring. I think you're going to see a big difference. And I do think Brownlee was left off the list. 
I think it was a shame. I think a lot of it was maybe people just don't know that much about him. But what he did last year at the end of the season was pretty incredible. I think another guy with a running uh, back throwing in the football. Yeah, absolutely. I think another guy that we may look up week three or week four making an impact is Latrell Frog Jones in uh, from from Pearl River. All right, running back, real quick. One quick question. Um, of course, everything on Frank Gore Jr. Um, and will will Kenyon Clay see any time? You know. This year, they D Baker went to to be a defensive back, and and along with him, what is Janari Dean's role going to be in the backfield? I think Janari Dean's going to be that guy they want to go in there and kind of like Frank Gore's going to get you the two or three yards of physical. Uh, do I think Kenyon Clay? I don't know. It's just going to depend on how much he progresses this fall. They may redshirt him, but at two hundred fifteen pounds, he's the biggest running back they've got right now, really. So uh, you may see him a little bit, but I think probably going to redshirt on him. But Janari Dean is, uh, yeah, he's going to be one of those guys they're going to rely on. Bought him in from Mississippi State. Power guy. And they need those type of guys in this offense. Got a lot of running backs, but don't have many power backs. And he can do those type of duties for you. Well, I think another area that you hope has improved, Kelly Sander, is the defensive line where they did bring in a number of kids from SEC schools. I, it should be, all right, and competition is good for everybody. Iron sharpens iron. The defense as a whole, everybody, you know, outsiders have all said that this defensive unit should be pretty good. Um, so you bring in uh, more talent, which is going to keep fresh players in there more often than not. That can only be a plus. But, you know, on the offensive line, you guys were talking about, besides the obvious of run blocking and pass blocking and play execution, one of the things that Coach Hall said last a couple of weeks ago in a public speech that he liked about the prospect of this offensive line is that he feels that as a unit they will much better be able to protect Ty Keys. You know, protection is going to be key here, no pun intended, because obviously you don't want to be going eight deep. Uh, so if they can protect their starter and eliminate greater chances for injuries – that is going to be a real plus. All right, time for one more question, Heath Hinton. The backup quarterback for Ty Keys will be? Um, I, I don't think there's any question about that. It's going to be Trey Lowe. Trey Lowe is going to be the backup, and Wilkie is going to be third string. Now, Wilkie may later on the season jump up and, and go and place Trey Lowe's number two, but I think Trey Lowe is your number two guy. Uh, experiencing the offense, if something was happening, come in, settle things down. I don't think there's any question about that. All right, so it all starts Thursday. Uh, how do people uh, get on Big Gold Nation? This would be the time of the year to do that. Yeah, just go to uh, southernmiss.rivals.com and uh, join the site. Right now, that we have a heck of a deal going on. So uh, right now, just to let you know, we have a free trial through the month of August. Promo code KICKOFF22, all capitalized for any team on the Rivals Network. So come and join us. All right. Thanks, Heath. Heath Hinton, Big Gold Nation, joins us each and every Monday on the Eagle Hour. Speaking of football, the NFL camps are open. There are 11 Golden Eagles there. Also, some baseball signing news over the weekend. All of that in the next segment. Stay with us.
You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. I want to thank Heath Hitton from Big Gold Nation joining us at a kickoff the week as he does uh, every Monday this time of the year. Also, I want to thank Dickey's Barbecue Pit and Campus Bookmark for their sponsorship of the show. We talked about Dickey's a little earlier. Campus Bookmark, great place for you to buy your upcoming football apparel, really the only place. Great inventory of Southern Miss merchandise. Wonderful, friendly staff. You can shop them in person seven days a week on Hardy Street right across from the USM campus, or you can shop them online anytime you choose at campusbookmart.net. Remember, the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast is heard each and every day on TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, Apple Podcasts, or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. All right, Luke, some uh, important uh, baseball signings uh, over the weekend. Uh, another confirmed pitcher lost uh, to professional baseball. Get us up to date. Yeah, so uh, we were kind of on the fence about We didn't think Landon Harper might sign uh, with the Braves, but, but Landon Harper did sign with the Braves. Congratulations to him. He'll actually be on the Eagle Hour tomorrow, so uh, get to talk to him as he starts his uh, career in professional baseball. Dalton Rogers signed also. Signed for uh, right around 450000 so congratulations to him. Third round to the Red Sox. So, yes, all five Golden Eagle pitchers all signed, guys. Grimace. Yeah. Oh, but uh, uh yeah you've lost 10 or 11 now with the portal and uh, and with the draft it's just part of it but you replenish um Colby Allen a right-handed pitcher from Starkville Mississippi Starkville Academy signs over the weekend but two guys I want to talk about the first is probably I mean Tate, Tate Parker unbelievable um talent coming but this is a guy that you're going to you're going to talk about Matt Etzel um, originally, I believe, signed with Texas A&M, uh, but went to Panola College. And in two years at, um, at Panola College, Edsel, he, he's, a, he's an on-base machine. So he batted three twenty-eight two years ago in the abbreviated season. This past year, in 51 games, batted four thirty-three, an on-base wow. percentage of over five hundred. Seven home runs, 49 RBIs, 55 runs, and 20 stolen bases. He's stolen 36 bases in the last two years at Panola College. That's the type of guy, um, you know, that Travis Creel loves to have. I mean, and Kelly, you, you hear about that, and then you hear about he's going to be matched up also with, with Tate Parker. That, that's pretty impressive power speed combos coming in. Yeah, it's a good, good problem to have if it gets down to, you know, playing time, those, those sorts of things. But if just, just looking at the, the way too early, report on the 2023 Southern Miss baseball team. You might think just because of the personnel changes that have taken place because of the draft, transfer portal, or what have you, just on the surface, you might think this is a team right now that doesn't have as much proven pitching, but they have brought in some proven hitters. Yes. So you might just think off the top of your head, okay, this is a team that's not going to be able to maybe pitch quite as well, but to make up for it, they will probably hit much better. So uh, and, and they're, they're going to hit for better average. Correct. Um, correct. Absolutely. And, that, you know, it's just kind of one of those things where we find ourselves next year. What if we had Harper here? You know, what if we had those? But anyway, it is what it is. The, the last guy that you should know about, um, this is a big name for anybody that follows South Mississippi uh, baseball. Jackson Parker from Stringer High School played for Wade Weathers, um, was, has been committed to Mississippi State for a while. Um, he signed with the Southern Miss over the weekend. This guy's been playing high school baseball since seventh grade, guys. The only time he hit under 400 
was in his seventh grade year in which he batted 312. As an eighth, as an eighth grader, he batted 420. As a freshman, 404. As a sophomore, 550. As a junior, 586. And just his senior year, 444. Hit 42 home runs, a career batting average of 434, over 200 RBIs. He's signing as a first baseman, outfielder, and a pitcher. Had a, had a Tommy John a few years ago, but this is a big talent. Um, and and uh, you know every Southern Miss fan that I've talked to is tickled pink that that Jackson Parker tickled black and gold. I should say that uh, that Jackson Parker is the new Southern Miss Golden Eagle. So a lot of punch, no doubt, being added to the lineup. I just wonder if with the departure of so many pitchers, which you 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 might see Dickerson step in and, and do some relief pitching, Luke. Yeah, Creek Robertson is a guy we kind of worried about his bat, but but Robertson is hitting over. I think he's back up. Is uh, is at four hundred the last couple weeks in summer ball, and you know he's got a glove out of Madison Central, and that's the one thing you worried about Robertson. You know, um, can, can his bat you know be in the lineup where it wouldn't be a a liability? And, and he's he's played really good um, the the last uh, few weeks in summer ball, and and just like. Matt Adams, guys. Matty Ice is on fire in uh, in in pitching for for summer league. His last, I'm pulling this off the Southern Miss baseball uh, Twitter account. His last 14 innings, he's given up one run and struck out 22. So that's a good sign. That's another guy. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, we we've got this guy. I don't know if you ever heard of him. His name's Tanner Hall. He's coming back. He's too. pretty good too. Yeah. So we're gonna be just fine. I, I don't think Gold Eagle baseball fans need to be too awfully alarmed. No, and I certainly wouldn't be alarmed about the pitching staff. I no, get, I get you it. Got Christian Ostrander. I, I get it that you lost those guys, but but right. they had some really good guys that have just been waiting for an opportunity. Well, now they're going to get that chance, and with a bolstered uh, batting. Ordered. This team has could be every bit as good. Dare I say, if even better. Well, to use an old worn out slogan, this team just reloaded. That's what it did. They're not in the rebuilding process. They're just reloading. When, and, and this is you know this is kind of a little dig, but when you have kids leaving Mississippi State mm-hmm. <laughs> to go to Southern Miss, look. Let's be honest. 10, 15 years ago, that just didn't happen. No, they didn't leave Mississippi State to go anywhere. Correct. That's right. and, Correct. And one of the things, and this has been a problem with SEC schools. Because of the portal, you'll find kids that have committed to schools for quite some time, and that school will turn their back on them at the last second to go grab somebody out of the portal. And um, right, right. you know that's 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 one of the the travesties of, of what this thing is doing. Kids will commit, and then the university you know won't come through. So regardless of it, we've got we've got two junior college studs coming in with Parker and Edsel, and probably one of the best hitters in south of of I twenty coming in uh, power hitters so 42 home runs i'll take it and this is when you know bob that your sports programs are good to go all right when as long i really there's no reason to believe that as long as scott berry and and his crew keep doing what they're doing there should be no reason to think that it's going to get any worse anytime soon that's for sure you know so so if, if football could get to that point and basketball could get to that point and some revenue generating sports could get to that point uh, that's exactly what Jeremy McLean is shooting for and would ease the financial burdens. Uh, all right, 11 uh, Golden Eagles in NFL camps. Got about three minutes. I want to go over this real quickly with you guys. Uh, some names, uh, and we're, uh, there's just a couple I want to get to. Mike Thomas, a wide receiver with Cincinnati, probably a lot to make the roster. DeMichael Harris, uh, been on this show, actually. Yeah. A great young man. Uh, a 
productive receiver with Indianapolis. Grayson Gunner, a tight end, and Tim Jones, wide receiver, trying out for Jacksonville. But here's the one that interests me the most, uh, Luke Johnson. Nick Mullins now in Las Vegas trying uh, to find a spot on the Raiders uh, organization. Your thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, Nick's just kind of been he's, – he's he's proven. I mean, there's nobody – if you if you look at his first you know several years of work, there was nobody that out-threw him in yardage. Um, than Patrick Mahomes. That's the only one. And so Nick is is kind of at that place now. You feel like he's he's like Austin Davis. I mean, people know what they're getting, and you feel like he can he, he can be a quality backup quarterback um, in the NFL. Of course, uh, with um, oh goodness, it's a Monday, guys. Help me out, David quarterback Carr? for the Raider Carr. There yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. You just feel like he he can do that. The, the guy that that I am most excited about. Is Tavares Moore from Quitman, Mississippi, with the 49ers. Last year, yeah. tore his, uh, I think he tore his Achilles, and he's a guy, I mean, you know, coming out, he ran like 4-3 at the combine, and, and they've kind of, they inched him in, then he got hurt. But last year was supposed to be the year that he broke out. I'm excited to see T. Moore play. Right, Kalik Washington is uh, in the Saints camp trying to get a spot on the Saints roster. Here's one more I find interesting. Cameron Tom, a longtime New Orleans Saint, now with the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, this this could be his last shot, Kelly. Yeah, well, and he was spent some time with the Miami Dolphins as well. So anytime you can get an experienced guy that knows what training camp is all about, what it takes to make a team, and has been in the heat of battle with some decent teams. Miami wasn't great, but they were decent. And, of course, the Saints have, have had good teams. Those are the type of guys that I would want on my roster. Right. Well, he's uh, Quez Watkins also on the Philadelphia roster. He's probably gonna gonna make that Quezel, roster. I mean, oh, Quez, yeah. Quez will be the probably the two two receiver. Yeah. You know, a guy that's not on here, and I guess this article got released right after. But Rashad Hill, who started several years for for uh, Minnesota, um, he's a free agent. He actually got picked up by Washington, so he's a guy. He's going to battle in there. Mm-hmm. I, we always forget about Rashad Hill. You know, he's just like, what, that guy played at Southern Miss? Yeah, he was like a three- or four-year starter at tackle for uh, for the yeah. Vikings. Let's see what he does with Washington. Well, Rakeem Nunez-Rochez has found him a spot with Tampa Bay. I mean, he's, he's uh, got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, and uh, that's a pretty good organization to be hooked up with. Cornell Armstrong uh, in camp with the Atlanta Falcons, and I think I think we covered them all there. So uh, we, we wish all those young men uh, – a lot of luck. Eleven Golden you, Eagles with a chance to play NFL football. Let me tell you what the Saints did. So, so Cameron Jordan, for uh, he had a little kids camp. First, uh, first thing he did was he had kids tackle a red dummy with the number twelve on it, saying that we're going to sack Tom Brady <laughs> till the cows come home. I approve. I'm all for it. The goat. We'll be right. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. 
I want to thank 4th Street Bar Grill for sponsoring the third segment of the show every day. A great place to have lunch Monday through Friday, $9.95. Always got the big game on TV, and uh, it's just a great place to go enjoy sports and good food, 4th Street Bar and Grill. We're broadcasting from the Southern Bank Course Studio here in now rainy, stormy-looking Hattiesburg. And uh, partly cloudy, I gather, Laurel, but boy, the rain came in here about 15 minutes ago, and uh, the clouds, I should say, and that's raining pretty heavily here uh, in Oak Grove. But not too, not too much that we can't talk to our next guest, Melissa Socher, no stranger to the Eagle Hour, although it's been a long time since we've had her own, far too long, <laughs> owner of uh, Mississippi Made and More. How are you, Miss Melissa? I'm doing great. It's so good to hear from y'all again. It has been too long. <laughs> well, it, it has been. And uh, well, now you said no stranger to the Eagle Hour, Bob. I thought you told people that there's nobody stranger than me. Right. Well, Melissa is not a stranger to the oh, show. Oh, you are okay. the strange part of the okay, show. Okay, I got gotcha, you. Okay, got gotcha. Be a little damned out about that. Okay. Sure, you would agree with that, right, Melissa? That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, Mississippi. So Ma- uh, Go ahead. We've wrapped up our baseball season and. Um, We've already flipped the page. We're excited about football. Can't wait. Well, In the I, mode. And I, and I know that you're probably <laughs> going to have some really cool football stuff at Mississippi Made and More. Am I right about that? We do. Uh, we started getting in football items about two weeks ago. And, boy, that that just really gets you in the spirit. I'm so excited and looking forward to fall and um, all things fall and football and um, won't be long till we'll have that first game over at the stadium. What is it? The end of August or first yeah, of September? Th- is it the first of September? First, uh, second, I think. I got. I have to tell you this story, second Melissa. Week. My wife has a very dear friend up in Greenville, Mississippi, named Rosie Barnes, and uh, in a phone conversation they were having just a week or so ago, which they have these long phone conversations about once a week. Uh, she brings up to Angela out of the blue about this really cool store in Hattiesburg, Mississippi Made and More, and how she's been buying stuff online from Mississippi Made and More. Of course, Angela fills her in real quickly about you and how we all know one another. And uh, so it made me curious, are you doing a lot of online business? Apparently, uh, Apparently the name of your store is really out there. Right. Um, our website actually is still in process. They were probably talking about the Mississippi Gift Company. We get confused with them a lot, but they're up in um, the Greenville area, I believe. Um, but we do a lot of you know business and trading with them as well. But that's probably the online store that they were speaking but, of. But, but can people buy stuff online from your store? You can. You can. Uh huh. Well, I'm, pr- um, I'm pretty sure she our- was talking about your store because she. She told okay. Angela it was in Hattiesburg, and Angela promised to go down uh-huh. there and get her some of that uh, some of that chocolate coffee that you turned us on to some time back. Oh yeah, yeah. So we have uh, green coffee from downtown Hattiesburg, and we have about twelve flavors out. And my favorite is the Mad Mama. We can't keep that in the that's store, it. Yeah, um, that's it. so we always order tri- triple of that. <laughs> right. Now, um, but now, Tommy People does a really good job with that downtown, and. Um, Oh, we just love our local vendors so much. All right, so where are all your vendors from these days? I mean, I, I know they're all from Mississippi or largely from Mississippi, all over the right. state, I gather. Right. Outside of Hattiesburg, and, you know, over the past year, we've gained so many more local Hattiesburg, Jones County um, vendors. But outside of that, uh, Grenada and Hernando. 
Yeah, up in the Delta. Now, Luke, I know that uh, Lauren yeah. is no stranger to Mississippi made him more. Yeah, I mean, the last right. time that I was in there, I mean, we just we 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 didn't cheat a part of the state. We went Delta, we went we went the uh, the hills of the Northeast, <laughs> we went South, and we went to the coast. So uh, Lauren got the the full full uh, full experience. Absolutely, great store. Right. Um, as far as you know, Southern Miss and football and all the other Mississippi teams, we're geared up um, with you know team labeled. Oh my gosh, the canners, cutting boards. Um, flask, um, local engraved, um, you know, glass sets. And then we have those famous, um, baseball bat decanter sets with the, the, you know, the actual glass baseball is the decanter. And then you got the four glasses that match. And, um, we've got a guy locally that engraves anything on those. So we've done everything from Southern Miss to the, um, Ole Miss Championship logo um and then we've got oh tumblers and uh goodness just this, you know flag boards and just a store full of everything personalized and if it's not engraved the way that you like it that's complimentary mm-hmm. we can engrave on everything from leather to glass to wood anything that we sell in the store is complimentary personalization so. now, now melissa did you did i hear you say flasks yes and and no doubt they can be they can be uh, easily concealed. <laughs> should should you I, should you need to conceal them? Yeah, you know it fit your thought, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. But now we're talking. So a lot of you, a lot of really cool stuff. Snuggle that <laughs> for tailgating. Am I right about that, Melissa? That's right. That's right. Lots of platters and um, you know everything tailgate. Um, but we're just so excited about football season. Oh, yeah. Luke, I think you were trying Looking to ask the question. Go no, ahead. I just said, Melissa, whenever Kelly's up to no good, there's no reason to answer the question. You Kelly's always next. up to no good, and there's, yeah. there's always a, a punchline. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know where he's going to go with the sentence. I always hold my breath. <laughs> you think you hold your breath, Melissa. You ought to, you ought to be responsible for this radio show. <laughs> Boss, I, 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 I sometimes turn blue. I'm holding my breath uh, so badly. <laughs> All right, Melissa, well, tell people where you are and how they can come see you. And the online address. Sure. Yes. Sure. So, yes, it's uh, Mississippi Made and More at um, uh, dot com, and that is Mississippi Made and More, all spelt out, um, dot com. So you can visit us online, or um, our favorite is when you come in the store and visit with us. We're located right beside FedEx around the corner from Best Buy on Hardy Street at 4600 Hardy Street, Suite 28. And uh, we take phone orders all the time. If you want to send a gift and know about what you want and a budget, um, you know, we're happy to help you with that. And we also deliver. And I got to tell you, last fall, I went up to Iowa State Homecoming, uh, where I matriculated uh, at Iowa State. And the family that hosted me there that weekend on, on Monday, I called Melissa and I said, let's, let's Mississippi these people, Right. So she got a really a really nice um, Mississippi like shaped tray and filled it with jellies and jams and things that were you know very distinctly Mississippi and they, and she shipped it you know it was great and they loved it loved it so I've got another place to hang out if I ever go back to homecoming yeah so a good example of what they do there right well Melissa we appreciate you uh, very very much and uh, we just wanted to say hello to you we hadn't had you on the show in a while and. Uh, Wanted to see how you're doing, and it sounds like you and your store are just doing great. 
We are, and, you know, it's, it's time we all reconnected and got back in the mode, and um, the schools are starting back, and all the kids are moved into the dorm, and it's just a very exciting time of the year. And, um, you know, we never failed to mention Coach Corky Palmer on the show right. and just want you all to know that we are all praying for him and his family this week and um, just loving, loving him and his family through everything they're going through right now. And okay. that's very well said. Thank you, Melissa. We appreciate yes, you as always. Have a blessed day. Bye-bye. Melissa Socher, everybody. Mississippi Made It More. This is a lady that does far, far, far more charity work than most people realize that don't know her. She is just kind of like an energizer bunny when it comes to doing good things for people. And, and And you reap what you sow. I mean, it's that's kind of scriptural, isn't it? I mean, you know, when you give back, you, but 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 some people who do well don't necessarily give back, and it's always great that she always puts other people at the top of the list. We also want to extend our best wishes to legendary Golden Eagle Ray Guy and his family. We understand that uh, that Ray Guy is uh, is dealing with some health challenges uh, at the moment, and uh, so when you say your prayers tonight, you should hopefully include Coach Palmer. And Ray Guy and uh, Luke, it'd be, it'd be hard to emph- overemphasize uh, how legendary those two names are. Yeah, they really are. I mean, Ray in the Hall of Fame, College Award named after him. He's the uh, he's the standard for all things. And then Corky, a man from from Hattiesburg, poured his life into the university and only guy to ever take us to Omaha. So uh, both those guys, right. absolute legends. If we sound a little edgy here, it's because it's lightning like crazy, and you, you've never lived until you're. On a radio station when lightning is crashing around you and the lights are dimming and you can hear the static in your headphones, it's a little disconcerting. And all this electric equipment, the electronic it's equipment we've got around us. It's a little us. disconcerting, to <laughs> yeah. say the least. And well, we've got a glass window a in front of A big glass us window. You shouldn't, shouldn't forget that. Hey, Bobay Beignet is the official beignet store of the Super Talk Eagle Hour and a great place for you to enjoy and a really, really good treat. You walk in or your beignets, they'll cook them for you right there in front of you. They'll bring them to you hot, covered in powdered sugar and a variety of uh, toppings that you can put on them if you choose. And that uh, you can enjoy a great cup of coffee, cold or hot as well. It's just a wonderful place. Mobay Beignet on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. We're going to get off the headsets here for just a second. <laughs> Take a commercial break. We'll be right back. I think Bob and Kelly both missed the lightning. Y'all still there, by the way? Yeah, we're here. We're a little edgy, but we're here. Quick, Luke, quick. (laughs) Fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you every day by DBAT and D1 Hattiesburg in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. DBATHattiesburg.com. On Hardy Street, great facilities, great staff, great people, great pro shop all there at DBAT and D1. 
Luke, Bob, and Kelly from the Southern Bancor Studios in Laurel and Hattiesburg. Hey, big shout out to our man, Kirk McCarty. Oak Grove's own Kirk McCarty. Guy's got his second big league win yesterday. Both of those um, are um, out of the bullpen. Both of his wins are yesterday through three and a third. Um, down in Tampa Bay against the Rays, uh, gave up one run, struck out two, walked no one. He also pitched uh, on the road at, at Boston, got his first uh, win. I think you guys talked about that last week, right. 26. But in the last seven and a third innings, old Curtis given up one run and has struck out three. Uh, so congratulations to – I'm sorry, no, he struck out six. So congratulations uh, to Kirk McCarty with his second big league win. And uh, Kelly's kind of what, you know – we were talking about a little earlier. Both of those games, McCarty's come in in middle relief and thrown four and one and three and a third in the other. So gets his second big league win yesterday. This is the best he's been pitching all year long, and uh, you know it came it came at a, at a great time, a real pivotal time, because I'm not sure that that he or Erica, his wife, knew exactly where he was going to wind up. You know, after going to Baltimore and releasing him just a couple days later, being re-signed by the Guardians. But man, he's throwing his best stuff right now. Now I know he, you know he has plans sometime in the future to go to law school um but this is a this is a really good time to be pitching this well because even though the guardians aren't going to necessarily be a contender they've got some decisions to make as to you know personnel for next year so this is a good time to be performing well the guardians um what they're only think one game out of out of first in in the central that's a kind of a so it's a down year for uh for the that whole uh, al central Yeah, yeah the twins 53 and 48, and the Guardians just one game behind. Matt Walner, of course, uh, with the Twins and Saint uh, and, and AAA with with Saint Paul. But yeah, I was looking back at that um, at that box score on the on the 26 when they played played the Red Sox, and uh, it's pretty cool, guys. Nick Sandlin handed the ball off to uh, to Kurt McCarty in a Major League Baseball game. That's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, that's it. and the odds of that happening are just I, I would think very remote. All right, so, so Landon Harper is one of the five Golden Eagle pitchers drafted that has left the program. That kind of surprised us a little bit. Uh, he's going to be on the show tomorrow to tell us uh, what his thinking was and uh, you know his thoughts about uh, so many Golden Eagle pitchers being drafted. Uh, Patrick McGee will update us Wednesday on the New Orleans Saints. We have the interim president of the college, Joe Paul, scheduled to visit us Thursday. Lee Roberts uh, will uh, talk to us about the first day of camp, football camp, come this Friday. And then also on Friday. The visitor from the east. Is definitely coming. He is on his way here now. Yeah, he has to start four days in advance because, you right. know, hump is not exactly uh, Uber. Uh, let's, wait for, let's wait for the, our favorite part here oh, of Kelnex Music. But it's already do it. There she is. There she is. She never lets us down. Uh, Kelnack will be on the show uh, Friday afternoon, and uh, we expect him to be loaded for bear uh, or camels or whatever he's loaded for. (laughs) He may just be loaded. Don't we have to get like a a preseason football report from Phil Hall? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, is that not going to happen? Oh yeah, he's he's drinking six pots of coffee starting now, so that he'll be uh, he'll be fired up. <laughs> yeah, so we've got all sorts of good interviews coming up uh, for you here uh, in the next few uh, days and weeks on. The I, Eagle I do Hour. I do want to get a, a special camp interview. I'm gonna work on getting Marshant Kenny on uh, on the show. Um, 
because his roommate in Van Hall back in the day, I think it was like a python. And they, when they would grill, they would bring that python out in the grass, and that thing would stretch out, and it would be 10 or 12 feet long. And then you got to understand, for those of us that didn't live in Van Hall, like for quite some, you know, except for, for really two-a-days, there was certain things we missed. And one of those things that we that um, the guys that lived off campus when Marchant played was there was like a monthly feeding of the snake. And they would put it up like on the bulletin boards in Van Hall, and everybody would come in the dorm room for uh, for the feeding. So, so there were things that happened in Van Hall that probably should stay in in Van Hall. Amen. Yeah, I'm work on getting Marchant. Yeah, on, uh, who, on the who show. I think they I think they just honorarily put his jersey up at Fourth Street Bar and Grill. If I'm yeah. not mistaken about and that. And Gabe Montenegro showed up as like a guest. Pretty Is that wild. not crazy? Tell well, me. Work on that, Luke. Let's get Marchant back on the show. I, I enjoy talking to him. I'm sure our listeners would love hearing from him. And I'm going to head to practice on uh, on Friday morning, um, all things considered, if everything goes as planned. I'm going to go Friday morning to practice, maybe get some interviews with uh, some of the players as they embark Please upon. Please don't get thrown out. I won't. I won't. Yes. I'll behave myself, I promise. Right. That'll be Friday morning. So we'll have some some uh, audio of the guys maybe next week as they head into practice. All right. Monday's in the books. Landon Harper tomorrow on the Eagle Hour. We'll have some more great guests for you as well as the week develops. We hope you'll join us each and every day. And until then, Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. Into the Mississippi Media Production.